It's the Everything 80s Podcast with Franco in the morning. Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. Big Paul Castellano's life last night may very well have been a payoff for getting into such trouble with the feds. I would destroy any man who tries to take what I got. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Everything 80s Podcast. I am Franco. You can hear me at 100.9 K-Hits FM, Franco in the Morning Show, uh, Monday through Friday from 5 to 10 at 100.9 K-Hits FM. Listen online at BigHitsBigFun.com. Uh, you can also find me on most of the socials uh, like Instagram, Facebook, and, of course, TikTok. Follow me at Franco in the Morning for the history of music. Our Everything 80s podcast is powered by Prime 82 Restaurant. I'm joined as I am every week by comedian and friend Sean Morton. Hi, Sean. Welcome. Hi, sweet boy. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing very well. Thank you for uh, thank you for asking. So, uh, you got anything planned for the weekend? You got any comedy shows? Uh, no. Tonight is all about the boss. All Bruce right, Bruce Springsteen. That's your big show you're going to. That, and how, this is how many uh, uh, times you will have seen him after tonight. I th- think this is either 12 or 13 wow one more time in september all right so you enjoy that uh meantime we're going to dive right into the everything 80s podcast i want to start out before we get to our topic with a piece of uh connecticut um true crime in uh, 1987 there was what was called here in connecticut or became known um (laughs) as the wood chipper murder you ever hear that uh like from fargo it was like Fargo, yeah. Uh, a guy named Richard Crafts in Connecticut was accused and later found guilty of murdering his wife and disposing of her body in a wood chipper. This happened back in 1987. She was a flight attendant. So that's a little true crime tidbit for you. I did want to mention, and it wasn't tasteful at all, but it was the 80s. There were T-shirts that had a picture of a wood chipper that said Divorce Connecticut Style. <laughs> and they, oh, I actually like that. I like that. And they sold quite uh, quite well. Um, so that's a little piece of uh, true crime for you here from Connecticut as we dive into uh, our Everything 80s topic, which today is One Hit Wonders. Now, uh, a couple of things I want to say before we get into the list uh, that I have, and I'm sure you'll comment on, on some, and, and maybe I'll miss one or two along the way. But what decade, Sean, and I learned this last night on my TikTok, uh, I was doing one-hit wonders. What decade do you think had the most one-hit wonders? Probably 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, or 2000s? I'm going to go with the 60s. The 2000s. Really? Yeah. It's very, I would never thought that. Me, me either. I thought it would have been the 80s. The 60s had 216 one-hit wonders, while the 70s only had 188. I would have thought that would have been the year. Uh, the 80s had 245. I don't have anything on the 90s. But the 2000s had 370 one-hit wonders. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's a lot. Yeah. I would have never thought that. All right. So uh, b- before we we dive into it, let's define a one-hit wonder because there's a couple of different definitions for me and then you tell me yours a one-hit wonder is a uh, an artist or a band who has achieved success on the on the on the charts only one time right like say in the top 10 but let me ask you this let's say there's a situation where an artist had a number one song uh which was huge but they had one that peaked at like number 37 does that still make them a one-hit wonder I think so. Yeah. I, I think when you when you hear one hit wonder, you're thinking like something that's going to be on a compilation record. 
Right. Uh, you know, like one of those, like, you know, total hits of the 80s or, yep. you know, when you see a countdown. I, I, I think that's fair to say. Because uh, when I do One Hit Wonder on TikTok, uh, people will say, oh, uh, he had a hit, you know, uh, with another band that was number 96. I'm like, well, that doesn't count. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> called, ner- that's called nerds. Nerds say things like that. All right. Uh, so let's go uh, One Hit Wonders from the 80s and just tell me what you think of them. And I'm just going to throw some out, and uh, I'm sure you have some for me as well. I will start with my favorite one-hit wonder from the 1980s, which is Come On Eileen by Dexy's Midnight Runners. It's one of the most uh, iconic songs of the 80s as well. It's not yeah. just being a one-hit wonder. What it's one I, of those ones where you actually identify the 80s as soon as you hear it. Right. And what I liked about it as a radio program director, that was around the time in the 80s when everything had synth. And everything had a sax, uh, right? <laughs> yeah. Although I, I believe Come On Eileen did have a saxophone, but it also had, I think, a washboard or an accordion. I, I mean, it just, to me, and still being on a station that primarily plays 80s records or songs, it still sounds like nothing else from the 1980s. It's a very while different it, song. While it reminds you of the 80s, it doesn't sound like the 80s. Um, I know. I think it does. You do. See, to me, yeah. it stuck out because it didn't sound like Sweet Dreams or any of the, you know, techno synth type songs that were huge in the 80s. And uh, for me, that's my favorite. That, that's why I call it my favorite. All right. Um, Flock of Seagulls. I ran. Not a fan. Not, Not a, a fan. fan. You don't like the song. Not a fan. I wasn't a huge New Wave fan. Right. Of, okay. of all the 80s stuff. And I, I identify that as a new wave. I mean, I would say I'll, it's always, wave. I'll always hit next when that mm-hmm. comes on. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. We talked about uh, a week or two ago, Take On Me. Iconic video still. Always will be. Um, I agree. What's really taken off on TikTok, and it's not even new, uh, but the kids find these things and it starts to trend, is the unplugged version of that, which is like, whoa, not a dry eye in the house oh, when you hear that. It's unbelievable, right? that version. Yeah. It's amazing. All right. I, think I, just, I heard something yesterday that Aha's take on me is one of the most used songs in movie soundtrack history. Huh. All right. I would say that's all new, along. There's a new. There's a new movie coming out that they. Uh, I forgot which one it is. It's one of those Disney animation movies, and uh, they actually took out the original song they wrote for the movie and replaced it with "Take on Me," and they said it was like the 87th time or something. Wow, some, some yeah. ridiculous number that it's used. There's a lot of songs that I don't know which one holds the title of that, but I'll go with you on that. I think "All Along the Watchtower" by Hendrix is played in every mob movie right before someone's getting whacked. <laughs> yeah, it's every war movie, yeah. like Apocalypse Now. Yeah, you know, Bronx stuff, Tale, yeah. right before there's going to be, a, a, you know, the big rumble in Bronx Tale that, that plays. But that's an interesting question, too. What song is used the most? You know, it's, a, uh, it's not an 80s one-hit wonder, and I'm going to go back to 1929, like you always accuse me of being so old. Um, yes. <laughs> Norman Greenbaum, that mean anything to you? Spirit of the Sky. Yeah, Spirit of the Sky. Now, uh, it's a great story because, first of all, uh, he was a Jewish kid writing about Jesus. So when that song came out, there was a lot of controversy uh, from the Jewish oh, community. It's like rapping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like rapping. <laughs> so, Stay in your lane. The, right. So it, came, <laughs> so it came out. It was a huge hit. He couldn't repeat it. Um, but what he did do, uh, like Kate Bush, uh, more recent, he never sold his publishing. He had he owned the publishing, which is so key. Uh, oh, wow. And he was down on his luck. He was flipping burgers at like um, a lunch stand on the beach somewhere in Venice or something. I don't know where. You know, somewhere in California, Venice Beach. 
And Apollo 13 bought the rights to put it in the movie. You know, Tom Hanks, mm. Tom Hanks movie? Yeah, yeah. And ever since then, he's been making a living off that song. You know, it's isn't like... Is that crazy? It's $10,000. You know who makes the most money on a one-hit wonder? Again, it's not 80s. Is Play That Funky Music White Boy. Is that Wild Cherry? Wild Cherry. The guy who wrote that, there's a whole thing where he retired at like 30 years old. <laughs> that one song. He never worked a day in his life again. Well, have you heard the story that just came out last week about Puff Daddy or, or Puffy, whatever you want to call him? P. Diddy Combs. P. Diddy, how he never uh, paid Sting to license out every breath you take for the song that he wrote. Oh, my God. Did. No, I didn't see and that. Now he, yes, and now he said they settled out of court and he pays him $5,000 a day for the rights for that song. <laughs> he can afford Doesn't it. Doesn't that make you want to cry? Doesn't yeah. make you want to cry? 5000 a yeah. day, yeah. Um, All right, so let's go through some of the other big one-hit wonders from the 1980s. Uh, Jenny, eight six seven five three zero nine, Classic. Yep. Uh, Soft Cell, Tainted Love, great song. Oh, and it's been covered so many times. God, love that song. I don't like any of the covers. All right, uh, Tony Basil, (laughs) Mickey. Eh. You know, too bubblegummy. Too too hokey. Yeah. Too hokey. Uh, You know what I learned, though, um, in watching the video, uh, where she's playing a cheerleader in the video? Mm-hmm. Uh, when she played the cheerleader in the video, you have to remember she is old enough to have been in an Elvis Presley movie. She was in an Elvis movie <laughs> in the background as a dancer. I saw her. I forget what movie it was. It might have been Viva Las Vegas. If you uh, you mentioned Elvis, um, I we're going to sidetrack for one quick second. Daisy Jones and the Six is something that you need to watch and your fans need to watch because it is based on uh, definitely based on Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. It's a show. It's a ten-episode show that starts off uh, with a, a band and how they break up within three years, become the biggest band in the world. It was right. one of the best things I've ever seen on television. And Elvis's granddaughter is the lead in the show. Oh, all right. So it's not a. So it's like a doc. Uh, it's not a doc. It's like a. a it's no, it's not a like fiction. a bio. It's a fiction. It's fiction. Okay. No, no, it's a fiction, but it's definitely based on Fleetwood Mac. Is she playing Stevie Nicks? She's definitely the Stevie Nicks character. Yeah. Definitely. Oh wow! And is this on um, Netflix? Um, Amazon Prime. I don't have that. Um, okay, so here's one. Uh, that's a good tip, though. Uh, here's one that wasn't a hit, uh, but the movie made it a hit, and that is I Melt With You by Modern English. Which they re-recorded in the 90s, too. Your band? If you, no. Uh, Modern English re-recorded that song in the 90s or early 2000s. Right. It was the 90s when they did that, but it wasn't a hit when it first came out. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. Radio started. It's one of those songs that radio broke. Uh, I never liked Bow Wow Wow, I Want Candy. Another big one hit wonder. That's dumb. Yeah. Uh, And now this one just takes me back to when I was working at a a really big FM station here in Connecticut. Kajagoogoo, Too Shy. No? It's a good no. hit. It's a hit. I don't like the yeah, for me when it comes to the eighties, it's like from like eighty four up. Okay. <laughs> if that makes sense to you. All right, so a lot uh, of the stuff from like eighty two, eighty three, I kind of like don't really connect with. All right, so you're not gonna connect with Gary Newman cars because you don't like the new wave. No, I do. I do like that. And plus heavy metal band Fear Factory also covered that song in mm-hmm. uh, two thousand and four. You would know that. Uh, metal guy. All right, uh Frankie goes to Hollywood, relax. Love that song. Originally, that it was song. it was banned uh, uh, on the BBC because of its content. You know, it was dirty, uh, but they couldn't mm-hmm. avoid it. Eventually, they had to let it go. It was number one for weeks, weeks and weeks and weeks. K 
Can you picture a uh, short little nine-year-old fat boy with glasses wearing a white t-shirt that says, Frankie says, relax? Oh, my God. There's a picture somewhere. You got to find it. Oh, I will. Ugh. <laughs> oh, my. No, please don't find it, actually. <laughs> All right. Uh, one of the I songs. Might. One of the songs requested. I was really, I was really surprised last night when I did my one-hit wonder uh, live on TikTok. Uh, follow me at Franco in the morning. That most of the requests were '80s. I was thinking people were going to be coming in with like "Afternoon Delight," "Spirit in the Sky," um, you know, "Wild Cherry," uh, but they were coming in more with like. Um, Devo and an emotion, and uh, she blinded me with science. So it was a big hit last night on my live. So that's uh, so I'll give you two here. Um, she blinded me with science and an emotion. What do you got? What do you think? I love. I like an emotion better. I think that's more of a the dancier side, which I liked from the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas Dolby's song. I wasn't a real fan. Again, it's that quirky stuff. I wasn't yeah. into. An emotion came from a movie, and it was actually I think it was a made for TV movie, or it was a movie that ended up on TV. <laughs> uh, so it wasn't really a big box office, but it was about a high school student who was a male dancer who had an affair with his teacher. And that was the song in the movie, because I remember the song uh, when watching the movie. And I remember, spoiler here, you're not going to watch it. The husband takes him out on a boat, like a little like rowboat, and he thinks the guy's going to kill him. Uh, and he didn't. He just scared the hell out of him. It was pretty, you know, not, not something that you would have an appointment to watch, but if it comes up. Uh, all right. Big country in a big country. Mm-hmm. But they also had another song too, though. Uh, big country. Then was it that, that big was, though? That was fairly big. Huh. I think it was a top ten. I think it was a top ten. They had a song called Chance. I don't remember that. that okay. Was, I think that was a top ten hit, if I'm not mistaken. All right. Uh, Devo, whip it. I am so sick of that song. So am I. So am I. I, I will tell you, one of my favorite '80s uh, one-hit wonders, and I, I can say they're a one-hit wonder. Maybe is uh, my, one of my friends' bands. Uh, I'm lucky to be friends with one of them. Is uh, "Jungle Love" by Morris Day in the Time? Yep. I don't know if you consider the bird as a big, big hit, even though it's it's pretty popular when they play it. No, but, no, uh, uh, we play that. We play that song. My friend of mine is the bass is the uh, keyboard player for Morris Day in the Time. And, oh wow! Uh, comps me tickets all the time, and uh, when you go see it, uh, definitely one of five younger white people at the yeah. show. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, is a, it is, yeah, it is, it's a definitely older crowd, and uh, mm-hmm. let me tell you something, it is a lot of fun to watch the crowd in that show, because you are walking in with purple suits and, and fedoras, and it, it is just an amazing <laughs> experience. And, 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 you're, and what are you wearing? Tight. <laughs> what are you wearing? Yeah, a, Meta- a Metallica shirt and camo shorts, basically, like I, my, my uniform. <laughs> That's your but, uniform? Uh, my uniform. Uh, but they're fantastic. So that that's my pick for my favorite number one of the eighties. Wow, um, I didn't know you. Were, so if I if I throw a name at you, you know enough about funk to know who Ron Cat Spearman is? Absolutely not. Okay, <laughs> he's a very groovy cat. He played uh, with uh, P Funk. He played in Parliament. Uh, nice. Played played with Prince. Uh, not touring with Prince, but was but jammed with him. I interviewed him on TikTok. The nicest guy. Uh, and just a real good story. So if you're on my TikTok someday, check out my interview with him. Uh, Nina 99 Loft Balloons was a big one. Do you like the English version or the German version? I like the German version. Me too. Yeah, I do. Me too. That's and radio favorite. played the wrong version. Radio played the English version in most cases. Well, different time. Different yeah. time. Too. Yep. Uh, Men Without Hats Safety Dance. It's not a bad song, but I think they had... Uh, 
I think they had a, a really, really big number one with that. Like that's a very, very popular. That's still a big, that it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I don't even know if it's on my uh, list that I have. I may have forgotten it, but it just brought me to. Uh, you know, um, radio does a lot of music testing. The bigger stations do that, and the number one tested eighty song. You're not going to believe what it is, or you might. Uh, is um, "Break My Stride" Matthew Wilder in focus groups? That's the number one tested song. That is so strange. You've, Isn't you've that weird? That in 7,000 commercials. Too. Yeah. Uh, I've no, got to, How about Rob Bass? It takes two. Uh, he had two hits. I'm going to disagree with you with that. He had two hits. Joy and Pain was just as big as it was takes. It, was it as big as that? Okay. Yeah, I think it was top five. All right. Uh, you Spin Me Round, Dead or Alive? That's a good one. Yep. I, again, not my not my wheelhouse, but that's a pretty decent one. How about Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves? Yeah, that's another one that gets licensed all the time. Oh, what was it? Uh, it's a American Psycho. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> after a good night of killing, you just listen to a Christian band walking into work. <laughs> that's what got me about them. You know, they always they always preaching they were a Christian band, but they had no problem licensing it to such a horrible uh, murder movie or dream oh, sequence, whatever that movie was. Oh yeah, it's a brilliant movie. Oh. Um, what else we got here? I've got I've got Rockwell. Somebody's watching me. That song used to freak me out. Like the video freaked me out a little bit mm-hmm. when I was a kid because I was always afraid of somebody watching me. And that's, but I love the un, I love the uncredited Michael Jackson background. Yep. Well, it's Barry Gordy's son. Yeah, I know. Rockwell is Barry Gordy's son, and uh, not bad when your dad is the uh, owner of the label. Yeah. I'd like to, I'd it's like, like hey, a, da- I'd like a song, <laughs> hey, dad, and I'd like the missing? biggest pop star in the world to back me up yeah. on it. <laughs> Dad, make a phone call for me. Yeah, uh, Twisted Sister, we're not going to take it. Uh, That's no, in your wheelhouse, no? That. no? I'm disagreeing with that because I want to rock with just as big as that. All right. Uh, Michael Cimbello, Maniac. Yeah, from Flashdance, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, that's a solid soundtrack, too. Very oh, solid soundtrack. Here's a great song. Uh, I think you'll like it. Edie Brickell, uh, What I Am. That's a song you would like, right? I love Edie Brickell, but she also had Circles, too. Yeah, but that wasn't the hit. That wasn't the uh, hit. Uh, it was a good follow-up. It was a very solid follow-up. Uh, what about Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin? Oh, man. I won two Grammys, Record of the Year, Song of the Year. Come on. I mean, that's a two monster Two Grammys. Song. That's a monster. And, and no matter what kind of genre you listen to, number one, you know that song. Yeah, absolutely. And number two, you're singing it. And yep. you're singing it. You are. Uh, I've got Eddie Grant, Electric Avenue on my list. Oh, uh, love that song. Absolutely love that song. I love Eddie Grant. But he did Romance of a Stone, too, mm-hmm. uh, which is a pretty big hit. But now he's he's great. I have I have his greatest hits on my phone right now, actually. All right. How about Path to Jack? <laughs> Musical Youth. Uh, oh, nah, okay, we can both scratch that up. It's that early. Yeah. I like this song, uh, uh, I Just Died in Your Arms, Cutting Crew. Uh, it's a, one of my favorite 80s songs. Love that right? song. Top, top five 80s song for me. Yeah, Top five? Yeah, wow. I absolutely love that song. All right, here's a disposable song, but it was a huge hit. Two of Hearts, Stacey Q. Oh no, I love Stacey Q. Yeah. And uh, we we connect was uh was you gotta remember this was grammar school for me. This is like grammar school dances. They're mm-hmm. playing this stuff, so of course it's gonna resonate with me. Okay, uh, while we mentioned safety dance, you know we might as well continue the '80s masturbation songs. Uh, Turning Japanese by the uh, Vapors. <laughs> I can I can vouch that uh, I have not turned Japanese yet. <laughs> My mother used to say, "If you're gonna do that, you're gonna go blind." And I'd be like, "Ma, can't I just do it till I need glasses?" <laughs> oh God, don't All right. don't don't. All right. uh, Madness, our house. That's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. I'll, I'll 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 give you one. I can dream about you by Dan Hartman. 
Yeah, but he had um, instant replay. Oh, that was 79, though. That might have been uh-huh. 79. It, it, yep. it was on, it's on the cusp. I'm, I'm going to double check that. But do you remember that instant replay? It was a big Don't dance ever song. Sing. Don't no, I wasn't ever saying. I was shouting. It was a shout. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I have this one, but I think they had a second hit, which you'll know. Quarter Flash, Heart of My Heart. What was their other song? <sighs> they had two. That's that's the only one that I know. Okay. I thought they had two hits. That's um, John Waite, Missing You. You know, I was going to say this. Um, I thought you were going to give me uh, f- uh, pushback on that, but that's t- to me is one of my not just favorite '80s songs, one of my all-time favorite songs. And he also has an amazing uh, acoustic piano version of that. Well, too, what a I'm voice! Sure no, I'm not going to give you pushback on that. It's a great song. It's a okay. great voice. I'm looking well, at Quarter know, with, Flash with the babies, with the babies, and then Bad English and all that stuff. I didn't know if you were going <laughs> to um, take me to heart. I was the other Quarter Flash hit. Don't know it. Okay. Uh, all right, so Bobby McFerrin was on my list. I just got to that. Uh, you beat me to it. Uh, the waitresses, I know what boys like. Ugh, God, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. And that uh, didn't they do um, a Christmas song too? I know. Yes, they had a Christmas song. Oh God, I hate that. I'm going to give you a hint, and I think you're as much of an aficionado to know the song when I tell you who wrote it because it's so bizarre who wrote the song. Are you ready? Go for it. Uh, yep. Paul Schaefer wrote this song. He co-wrote it. Paul Schaefer from the Letterman Show. What song? The Weather Girls. It's Raining Men. I did not know. Yeah, that. he's the co-writer of that song. Isn't that crazy? Wow, I did mm-hmm. not know that at all. Some, you learn something every day. Yep. Uh, Lips Incorporated, Funky Town, I have. It's a good song. Respect uh, Yourself, Bruce. The, okay. What? Well, no, Bruce also had, um, you mean Bruce Willis, right? Yeah. Yeah, he did Under the Boardwalk, too, and that was a pretty big hit. Uh, I don't think it was a radio hit, but uh, were you going to say something about Funky Town? Because I jumped. I was going to say, uh, in that vein, uh, Tarzan Boy by Baltimore. Oh, right. Yep, I missed That's that one. Great. Yeah. And that just it just got a huge resurgence because there's a, a wrestling show, and one of the characters' name is Jungle Boy. Oh, wow. And so they use a song. He come, he, he come, they licensed that song, so now you're hearing... 20,000 people in arenas doing the, the whole chorus to it. It's, it's really cool to see. You know what's funny with the resurgence, and I'll go back to TikTok, because while it is the cesspool of social media, there are some cool things that come out of it. Like like yesterday, I watched a really good debate in a Harvard uh, you know, room, a Harvard classroom. Uh, it was just, you know, a guy of Congress could talk to each other like this. So those, you know, so there are things that are good. Uh, and uh, which brings me to... My stepdaughter was singing yesterday. Do you mind if I do it or I'll just want me to talk it? You don't want me to no, sing please, it? No, please do it so I can no. isolate it. Yeah, she, uh, <laughs> uh, she's uh, walking around going, you know, um, I love you, baby. You know, from uh, Can't Take My Eyes Off of You. Mm-hmm. It's trending on TikTok. Okay. I mean, so... The, Is it really? Yeah, and the kids are doing a dance and it's, you know... And she's like playing it in the car. And she's like singing, I love you, baby. And I'm like... That's cool. So that's another thing that TikTok does. It brings back songs for people. Uh, oh, I did that. And it helps to, you know, pass the greatest songs or the greatest music ever recorded to young generations who would not know it otherwise. Like, that's another reason I'm a fan of the movie Yesterday. A lot of people didn't like that movie. The best part about the movie Yesterday, you didn't like it, right? No, I did. I loved okay. it. But the best part about it, in my opinion, was it introduced this amazing Beatles music to a whole generation of kids who may not have ever heard it. Hunt. Hundred um, percent. I've got the Buggles video killed the radio star 
first video ever played on MTV. A dumb song. It is a dumb song. And uh, it's funny because people will say to me, and I've, uh, and (laughs) they'll say, oh, video killed the radio star. And I'm like, well, you know, people thought MTV was going to kill radio, and it didn't. Then they thought Napster was going to kill radio, and it didn't. And then they thought uh, satellite radio was going to kill radio, and it didn't. And podcasts, and it didn't. Do you know what killed radio? Radio. Very much, very, by, very true. By not very being true. what we used to be anymore, and I'm saddened by that. Oh, here's one that hits home with you. At yeah. this moment, Billy Vera and the Beaters. <laughs> you interviewed him, you said, right? I did interview him. He was the uh, one of the best interviews I've had. Not gonna lie, he was uh, yep. very knowledgeable and and he really went deep, deep. He he knows as much as you do. Like he goes super, super deep. Uh-huh. I remember that forty five. It had an orange label. My <laughs> well, I can't remember all that. On it. <laughs> yeah, he's, he was he was nuts. But yeah, that's a great song. All right, how about Timbuk Three? Future so bright. That's dumb. It's a fun I, song. Not, I think it, it's a fun I'm not song. Campy. Not campy like that. What about right. Buffalo Stance by Nina Cherry? Of course, that's a great song. I love that. So now you're getting towards my uh, my era, yeah. towards the late '80s. You know, The Lady in Red by Krista Berg. Yep, that's good too. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to see what else. Eagle Eye Cherry is her brother. You know that, right? Yeah, and yeah. And her I'm father was a famous like blues uh, player. I always say that um, that song saved tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. If you tell me to describe the '90s in one song, that's yeah. the song I tell everybody. You know, I it's think you're right. Quintessential. Yeah, I think that is it. Quintessential '90s song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got Shannon. Let the music play. Big hit. Oh, you're going freestyle on me now. Big, big hit. I love that song. I do love me some freestyle. Yeah, and it. she got ripped off by the record companies too terribly. Um, Wall of Voodoo. I don't remember Mexican Radio. Do you remember this song? Oh, Wall yeah. Of... All right. I don't remember Absolutely. That. It's huh. a great song. I'll have to listen to that. Um, uh, Your Love by The Outfield still gets played a lot. Was that 80s? Yep. Like 85, 86. Probably. You're right. It is. We played here. Um, I remember I had a DJ once who called this Sylvester Levi. Oh, God. Say <laughs> La Vie, Robbie Devil. Robbie Neville. That's a good song. I, I like that one. Georgia Satellites, Keep Your Hands to Yourself. Come on. You got to like that. Yeah, and that's... Uh, you know, I feel bad because they were a good band and they kind of got pigeonholed by that one song. Yeah. Uh, Poison, Catch Me, I'm Falling is on my list. That's a good one, too. Jack Wagner's All I Need. Come on. You know oh. saying that to a chick? <laughs> uh, what was he in? He was in... Uh, General Hospital. And 90210. Yep. Yep. Okay. Oh, Yeah. Yellow. Oh, oh that's yeah. It. From, uh, yeah, from Ferris uh, uh, Bueller. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's kind of cheesy. I don't like putting on the Ritz. Somebody requested it last night. I played it, but I don't like it. I don't. I'm not a fan of it either. I'm not a fan. Um. You said Christopher. What do you got? Here's one. If you go to karaoke, uh, you will always see one female that night singing the song. No matter what, it is "Black Velvet" by Alana Miles. Yes, <laughs> that at one point was my favorite song on the radio during when that was it's a hit. Such a, it was so different. It was yeah. so different. Well, there's so out. many songs about Elvis, but that one is so like. Oh my God! You know, like, the, uh, like you know, uh, putting the needle on the record. I mean, it's just like very, very, you know, uh, a great storytelling song. I think. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I agree. Um, Let's see what else? How about Don Johnson heartbeat? <laughs> Remember in the oh, '80s, God. all the actors. You know, Eddie Murphy had a song, and you know, we mentioned Bruce Willis. Um, you know, and they did yeah, that in the '70s too. David Soul had "Don't Give Up on Us, Baby." 
My, well, I think my favorite um, one-hit wonder from the '80s uh, is "Rock On" by Michael Damien, which is a cover. Song. Yeah, no, I know it's a cover. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know who I don't, don't know who the original artist. Is. Uh, I, I can't think of who did that originally. Yeah. Uh, so that's your that's your favorite eighty song, "Rock On" by Michael Damien. One, one hit, one hit wonder. Oh, okay. My favorite one hit wonder. Yeah. Yeah, that's odd. Um, Jermaine Stewart. <laughs> you just met me. <laughs> uh, Jermaine Stewart. Uh, we don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time. That's not a bad one. I just no. saw that on my okay, list. Here's the, the fabulous, Thun- fabulous Thunderbirds. Tough enough. Yes, they used to play around here all the time. They're like a house yeah, band at one of the uh, beach parties here. Jimmy Vaughn. Yeah. Stevie, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughn's brother. Yep, it is. Oh, man, Stevie Ray. All right. Um, Orange Juice Jones, The Rain. Great song. Yeah. Uh, I think Missy Elliott made it uh, a monster hit in yep. the late 90s, 2000s. Mm-hmm. Good song. There's a big list here. I know we don't have a whole lot of time left. Jeff Healy Band, Angel Eyes. Uh, for his time, I mean, yeah, that was a good song. That video, yeah, right. great song. Uh, blind guitar player sitting on his lap, and um, unbelievable. I was working at an AM radio station in 1980 when a promotions person came in and played this song for me, and I thought it was Michael McDonald. And I'll stick to that. "Steal Away" by Robbie Dupree. I don't know the song. You don't know the song? I mean, it's like, whoa, that sounds like Michael McDonald. That's a good. That was a good song. Um, Can I just say uh, another amazing song that's yeah. totally um, disregarded? Key Largo by Bertie Higgins. Right, 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 right. Yep. How about I you- love that. That was that was just on a show too that I just saw. Uh, that was that seventies though? That might have been late seventies. Uh, no, no? I think it's like eighty one, eighty two. Right. It's early. Mm-hmm. How about she's like the wind, Patrick Swayze? Oh yeah, that whole soundtrack yeah. is just. I'm. I'm. I'm 13 years old going uh-huh. to my se- going to my senior uh class trip and all the girls on the bus are singing that song mm-hmm. i've had the time of my life from dirty dancing yep from new jersey to the middle of pennsylvania and back senior class Just at 13 a- what were you a prodigy no grammar school oh you said th- oh, you said senior class right? <laughs> yeah grammar school all right <laughs> Have you met me? I am far from a prodigy. <laughs> uh, did you say to Powell Heart and Soul or no? Uh, I did not, but that's a good song. Yeah, it's uh, not something I normally would like, but it's very good. Uh, I like Swing Out Sister Breakout. That was a good song. Me too. For radio, too, I well, you got to remember. I, I look at things uh, as as songs I could put in between two other songs to break up the monotony of a radio station sound. And that that's a perfect song because yeah. no one's going to turn it's it off. It's a great balance song. Um, I just got there's yeah. so many I'm just deciding which uh, information society four man's Duran Duran <laughs> I'll, I'll go with that <laughs> what about Voices Carry by Till Tuesday oh god great song great message great message isn't it yeah isn't it a great song uh, I have someone on my TikTok that always is requesting Frank Stallone and telling me that Frank Stallone is underrated uh, far from over him, by the way huh yeah I almost I almost killed him by mistake oh I was I was driving down uh, La Cienega Boulevard in West Hollywood and oh, somebody God. ran in front of my car and I slammed on the brakes and he turned around and looked at me and cursed me out and it was Frank Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Midnight Oil, beds are burning. Yeah, I don't. I it was a big MTV hit. Yeah, I, wasn't, I I never 
it's not on my phone. You know, it's not on know, my phone. It's not. You make a good point. Uh, if it weren't for MTV, radio might not have played a lot of these songs. I mean, MTV oh, big time. MTV didn't uh, kill radio. It helped radio, and it helped record companies break records. I agree. 100% I agree with that. Here's one I wish we would play. Um, Clarence Clemens and Jackson Brown, You're a Friend of Mine. Isn't that like a happy song? That's a great song. It's a great, like, you know, take the top down, crank it up. Uh, I like the song. It's a ha- what, what, You don't like happy songs? Isn't that a happy song? Like, you weren't... I love... No, I love <laughs> it. It's a happy song. You yeah. can't get upset when you listen to that song. Right. Um, Pac-Man Fever. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Why would you say that? What? Pac-Man. Why don't you say Rapid Rodney on top of all of that? <laughs> now, this is interesting because uh, Peter Frampton did not take Baby I Love Your Way to number one. And Leonard Skinner did not take Freebird to number one. But Will to Power put them together and took Amazing. them both to number one. Crazy, right? But again, it's just like the uh, the other song you just said. It's one of those songs you can put on. Everybody likes it. Yeah, it is. Brings, brings the mood, slows the mood down a little yeah. bit. And then you just you so, bring it back up. I'm sure there's a million other ones. But these are the... Oh, you're right. Bernie Higgins is on my list. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, it was and 80s. the last one I'm going to say. Go ahead. I'll let you go last. I, you have I, a- I, I think it's. Uh, I think it's probably one of the greatest things that's ever been recorded onto record. I think it should go into the Library of Congress. Oh, you know what just went into the Library? Uh huh. My girl, my girl did. My girl went in yesterday. I know. Yeah, Mariah Carey just went in. Yeah, uh, Party All the Time by Eddie Murphy. You can't. You can't beat it. And he's got uh, Rick James helping him with that. He wrote the song. Yeah, and produced it. So Yeah. I don't know my if that's favorite. a Library of Congress song, but... In my eyes, Franco, and really, when it comes down to it, that's really all that matters. That's all that matters, because you love Mariah Carey. She's in there. Uh, Madonna's Like a Virgin was put in there yesterday, or it was announced, uh, or the day before. And, uh, Stairway to Heaven. And the Super Mario Brothers theme song. From yeah, the, I uh, thought of you when I saw that. Did you go see the movie yet? I know if you haven't l- listened yet. before, uh, Sean is an 80s kid. He's an 80s nut. He has his original uh, Super Mario. So oh, I can't believe you didn't go see the movie yet. Not yet, but I read I read a review. There was somebody like my age and said, I bought a single ticket. I walked into there. And there was <laughs> oh, all kids. people my age. <laughs> oh, really? All people my age with their kids, and they're all yelling, oh, my God, that's the guy from Nintendo Switch. That's Mario. That's this. He goes, yeah. and I sat there, and it was the great purest movie experience I ever had. In my I, I, Jack Black so has got to be. Am. Is Jack Black stealing this or what? What have you read? I despise Jack Black. You so don't, don't how, know. what? How do you not like Jack Black? I hate him. School hate of Rock. Carol and I. Nope. I hate Ben Stiller too. So anybody who made a, a, a monster movie between like ninety seven and you just can't stand really them. Can't stand. You can't stand yeah. their guys. So you don't like Paul Elf. Rudd. Ugh. My sister hates Elf, Elf. too. Elf to yeah. me, like everybody says, it's the greatest Christmas movie. It's not the greatest I, Christmas I, movie. I, I can't, I can't get ten minutes into that movie. We already know what the greatest Christmas movie is. We'll leave it at that. Which I've never seen either. What Elf? A Christmas Story. No, I didn't say that was the greatest Christmas movie. Oh, I thought you were saying that. I, I like Scrooged. <laughs> I wonder why. Scrooge is my favorite. Why? I wonder. Because I'm a Bill Murray you're fan. A Scrooge. I'm no, a Scrooge. Grump. I since when am I a Grump? I'm the happiest person since on the, the planet. Day I met you. This was good. This is better than this is better than I thought. I actually thought we were only going to have like five or six hits, but we pulled out. Yeah, I, I pulled a bunch of out, a uh, bunch of them out. Uh, the podcast, by the way, is powered by Prime Eighty Two Restaurant. Hey, man, enjoy the Bruce Springsteen show. Thank you. I'm taking video. I'll go live. I'll send it to you. Tonight. Yeah, go live. That'd be great. Go, are you on TikTok I yet? I think I've seen you on TikTok. No, I'm not 12. That's it. I'm out.
later. <laughs>